Good evening, guys. Um, once more, it's Furunji, me, your host. Um, I'm recording the first episode of this podcast uh, at 11.30 p.m. on August the 19th, 2021. So, this is the first episode and it's going to be about one of the segments that is going to be consistent throughout this podcast. It is called Mutumbu Mood. You know, because I'm usually in the Mutsumbu mood. I listen to a lot of music, particularly Cameroonian music, and then I branch out from there. But particularly the Cameroonian music. So this is one going. This is going to be one of the staples. This segment is going to be one of the staples of the podcast. And um, we're going to talk about this time around, just generally about the artists and what they need to think about while they're in the process of music making and music release. So first of all, I feel like there isn't enough of an, of an appreciation that among the, the artists, the musicians, that the competition is from outside of Cameroon. The standard is set by the industries outside of Cameroon and that is because Cameroonians are exposed to that music and they can listen to that and they know what is good music and what is the minimum level for um, good musical production you know you have the three key um, um, industries that captivate our imagination musically the American industry the Nigerian industry and the Congolese industry that is the level so I feel like there isn't enough an appreciation among our artists that that is the level that you need to aspire to both in the quality of the music and also in the rollout of the music as well as on how the music is done too in terms of how to approach it with respect to doing singles or doing um by or doing a body of work you know so essentially if you understand the standard is um these industries that all Cameroonians are exposed to and that they consume regularly you're going to understand that you have to work on your craft enough and before you choose to release and roll out your music, you're going to have to go through it over and over, really um, tap into the different aspects of making music that you need to, to get it to the right level, rehearse and edit before you put it out. This is where I'm going to particularly choose to shout out Salatiel for... Um, his album, Africa Represented, the production is the standard. Like, that shit was amazing. Yaman Bendan will control that one. I loved the production. So, once you understand that the competition is from without, it's from outside of Cameroon, um, and you have that in mind while you're doing your production, you didn't have to think about your content. What is going to be your content and what what is really going to separate you in your uh, with respect to your audience relative to what they have available to them at their fingertips um which is coming from the other industries so this is where a lot of these artists need to understand and i i well most of it most of most of them do at this point that you have to be really really properly steeped in Cameroonian life and Cameroonian art when you're making music for Cameroonians. You need to have a good appreciation of what is going on every day. So you have to live the everyday life. You need to be, even if you cannot be out there, 
because you're a celebrity you have to have your finger on the pulse of what's going on you understand understand which slangs are most um are most popular at any given time and even being in touch with the slangs were popular back in the day and also you have to be particularly in touch with the art because it is the art that forms a culture and that makes people make connections in a more um meaningful way when you reference those um when you reference those um parts of society in your music it has to probably um, state in it and that's why you're going to have to think about the different languages you're going to have to sing in which is pidgin english and french and then frank anglais you're going to have to have a great connection to um the older music makosa um um Njang, Bikuti, Bikuti, Bikuti has, Bikuti is fire, yo. Bikuti gets people on their feet. So, you have to be properly steeped in that and to, and you, if you're not properly steeped, you cannot make great samples. And you know, not the samples that are too obvious where you just sample one of, one of the really, really great hits, but you sample one of the less known songs, but that have something valuable in them that you can then recreate. So you have to be really steeped into the culture to get that right. So there's this quote, there's this quote from one of our Cameroonian artists um, where he says, and I quote, I'm from a place where you don't make it. Um, people only cope. Okay, end quote. So he, he says in a, in a musical way with his cadence and everything. So it sounds more entertaining when he says it. But uh, it's a line I really resonate with and a lot of us Cameroonians resonate with. And... Um, I think, particularly when it comes to our music, I, I, I feel like the, the artists know that this is the truth. Like, the Cameroonian musical audience or the Cameroonian musical um, arena is really harsh. Like, even ignoring the, um, the obvious difficulties in terms of distribution and lack of support, just the audiences. It is tough because we have little, little niches in Cameroon musically where there's core support and where people really attach themselves to that is and it, it it first of all starts with the the overarching commercial music that a lot of the youths connect to which is from out of the country and then when you come to people who are really steeped actually in Cameroonian music who are your audience if you are a Cameroonian artist you know people are separated into the different music if they're in their regions like people in the center like and the south they are really really um um connected to their bikuti in the northwest they are connected to their njang in their bagulum uh in duwala in in the littoral area they are really connected to their makosa so the cameroonian market particularly in terms of the musical list the music listeners it's really harsh People may not really realize this, but getting the Cameroonian artist, getting a sound that is universal for Cameroonian, um, the Cameroonian mu mu music um, con consumer is tough because people are really, really connected and they stay interested in their sounds. And then they kind of get out of there from time to time to listen to what is really, really hot and hip. So stuff from abroad and then one of the few hit songs that can come from a different genre. Otherwise, they really stay in their niche. And this is incredible. This is why I feel it's really unique to us because 
or not but it's what i notice about our our music consumer audience we have these different genres subgenres if i can call them that that i really really that we have a, they do have um a self self nourishing symbiotic sphere to them and i mean i even forgot i missed out on one genre which is basically mboko or like cameroonian hip hop at this point um there is a niche there as well that takes care of itself and people are just there and then they kind of listen to the other music from time to time but they are there with the cameroonian rap um you have like the mboko gang they really just listen to basically Jovi's rap but also they listen to other cameroonian rap so it's it's not easy out here it's not easy these people have to go through a lot so i i i feel like i hope that they know that the standard is set up broad in terms of the quality of music and then the the ecosystem within in cameroon is super harsh because we have so many subgenres so you see how potent these uh, connections are when you go to the random uh, bar you know in uh, these different regions and that is when you see how organic these uh, connections are because anything that's organic has um, a, a deep a, a, a deep foundational connection to the place in which it is found like you find yourself randomly at rue de la joie any of the bars around there and you're going to just be serenading to makosa from new makosa and old makosa particularly older makosa and you know like the real thing you find yourself randomly in any um uh obscure uh really yaoundé bar in yaoundé and you're going to be inside good we could see um and bentikin that's the percentages of probabilities really high that's what you're going to be listening to and then you know there are going to be some areas um if it's a younger if it's a bar with like younger people running it you're going to have some bole you get you go to bamenda and like you're going to just sit there and you're going to hear Jang, you're going to hear you just green play over and over and people are going to relax and and just be, be 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 comfortable in that kind of music so you really see how potent these connections are because this is organic this is the music that people are going to randomly place in their in their bars by the house in the quarter and they know that this is what the people in their quarter are comfortable listening to day in day out but then you know if you study the music well enough you start to make certain connections to different things and how the different genres um impacts the the average Cameroonian. So if you really want to make music that people are going to dance to and that is going to be on the radio over and over when it comes to dance hall music and also in the club, you, your best bet is Bikutsi. Bikutsi works. If you're making music for people to dance, it's, 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 it's a formula that a lot of our Anglophone artists have used. Jovi used it on cash. Uh, you know, um, Jovi used it again when he was working with Rainis on La Sauce. Kosi used it all the time, but uh, most notably in Kalisong. You understand? Bikuti gets people to dance. Now, when you talk about music that people can listen to and just relax to, 
you, you don't have to look any further than Makosa. Like, Makosa is going to do it for you. Makosa just has some timeless feel to eat, some timeless aspect to eat that the other genres do not have. So you're going to be making that kind of music if you want to, like, um, um, captivate people's everyday imagination musically in Cameroon. Now, there's a symbolism that I notice with Northwest, Northwestern music. Um, and, you know, you know, you know how Togu, Togu is really symbolic and we use Togu a lot for our Olympic team um, um, get up. And you can see it in um, Be Proud of Who We Are. Like that's a national hit because it really makes you to feel some kind of nostalgic, truly deep connection to where you're from and your roots. You know, I think Jang does that. This is more of a personal opinion though, so I'm 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 open to this being discussed and we we analyzed and everything. But there's just the way that the same way that Togu just has this symbolic feel to it. Njanga times can come across that way, you know. And then you also have Moko rap, like so this is another part of the conversation where it's also going to be linked to socioeconomic class and everything where you're like, okay, the people who listen to music, uh, the more hip trendy music are usually the younger people and the younger people usually are the ones who are on the come up. They're the ones who are hustling, who are struggling, who are still figuring things out. And Mboko rap, like it connects what, what we grew up being our popular music, which was rap hip hop and our everyday reality. So you're going to make that music you're going to connect in a particular kind of way with the youth um, across the different socioeconomic classes and get them to play your music and connect to you in terms of the hardship and the struggle. So this is how you can think about it, but definitely the Cameroonian audience, the Cameroonian consumer's ear is really tough and is harsh to penetrate because people are really dialed into their own music from their regions and it comes naturally to them to play that and it's organic so this is the part where i'm going to bring you guys along um with me on what is more of a personal perspective and narrative with respect to the Cameroonian music scene and industry so like bear with me come come let's go on this journey um so in essence, the point is, I think Cameroonian rap has the potential to be the most uniquely exported musical genre out of our music industry uh, across Africa. So stay with me, yeah? Stay with me, let me break this down. So to, be, to begin with, um, we know about rap's innate capacity to capture the the uh the crux of society and the realities and struggles of society for the lower and middle class we see this in how rap hip-hop was able to really captivate the imagination and really tell a story about um black american culture and it's and the story and and the the the, the struggles that came with being a young person in that environment over a long period of time and because of that, rap helps to shape culture because people connect quickly with this, and they um, and they stay with this because this is this this is what they're going to listen to as they wake up every day in Cameroon to go out and work and to hustle, and 
what they're going to listen through the day to stay focused and to understand to feel like they are not alone this is also very interesting because before we even knew that it was rap we had um, banga um we had la pirode de banga <laughs> We had Lapiro de Manga basically talking to us on the beat about the different realities of Cameroonian society and the difficulties and the expectations or the lack of expectation that the lower middle class have to um, own as they go about their daily life. And this was this was Lapiro. And Lapiro was a sensation across the country because he was talking about these things. And this is the same way that rap is. This is the same uh, power that rap has to encapsulate society and struggle and reality and therefore shape culture. Now, the next layer of this is that we come, we have the unique quality of having the, uh, of harnessing the two most popular languages in Africa, which is French and English. This is more of a cliche, I know, to most of you, but it's a significant cliche. And so if you're creative and you're thinking about your capacity to reach a larger and wider audience in terms of meaningful words and meaningful narratives and, um, and, and, and just meaningful uh, storylines, particularly, the language matters because people resonate more if they can understand what they're saying. And not only can they understand, but they can relieve their lives and their experiences through what you're saying. So this is why as much as we love rap hip hop, we could never understand, for example, what Kendrick Lamar is talking about in Good Kid Mad City, like a proper Compton kid. This is why when I listen to J. Cole talk about uh, love yourself in, um, in the song, Loving Yourself, it resonates with me because I can at least relieve and go through my own experiences through that story. It is why Don't For Quiet by Jovi was a hit in a time when we didn't even know that that was possible. Same thing with La Piro de Mbanga. So now we do have these languages because of Britain and France's imperial tendencies. They just came and took over the whole place after they beat Germany. French and English are the most popular languages in Africa. You can use those to really penetrate different areas of Africa, but you need to well understand which storylines are most consistent and most common across Africa. The last layer of this for me is that Cameroon has like just a rich, innate musical heritage and the talent to produce uh, art that captivates the imaginations of societies and demographics all over the place is there, right? Because we were dominant for a good stretch of like 20 to 15 years in the 80s, 70s, 80s, and some of the 90s with Makosa. So that is there. The raw materials are there for us to study, for our creatives to study and to implement in their music. And also the talent is there. Then you can get the skill from studying this raw material. Um, the most recent example of music that really captivated people because of the storyline and our capacity to make music, people, I don't know how many people are really aware of this, but the more recent example is Jovi's and Epiqua. Epiqua got so many people 
um, uh, in their feels that it is one of the most remixed songs in African urban music history. Like a lot of French African artists and just young people did all kinds of covers of that song. It was all over the place. You Google that, you search for that, you see so many different remixes by so many different Francophone artists from the, from the different Francophone countries. It was incredible. We can replicate that if we just really recognize that that's the potential that we have and that is the goal that is attainable and that we have to own as our goal. Because whatever we're doing, we need to set the bar high but not just so high that it's unreasonable, but so high that it is reasonable, that so high that we have already seen that level be touched, and then we are just looking to replicate it. So it's one thing to make music that people are going to dance to, which is great. It's another music to make. It's another thing to make music that people are going to listen to regularly, and would want to tell their own story. Of that on that same story on that same narrative on that same bit and be able to connect in that way with that music so essentially i think that yes because of rap's capacity to encapsulate society and the struggles of the lower and middle class because of cameroon's um, natural uh, uh quality which is the bilingualism in terms of french and english and lastly, because of the talents and the formulae being available there on how to make music and to touch on storylines that affect people all across the continent, we can easily make rap our niche and our zone of influence and dominance and touch a lot of people in that way. We just have to make it serious enough of a goal such that we, we just work on replicating what has already been done and focus on being the best that we can be at telling Africa's stories through rap. So we've come to, we've come to the end of this episode. Um, This is new for me. This is an amazing journey I'm going on. I, I don't know how many people are going to listen to this, but I'm doing this because I'm passionate about the things I'm talking about and I just want to share and hopefully I can get more and more people to join me on the podcast so we can talk about more and more pertinent issues. Not that this is not pertinent. I just want more and more more and more things to be explored in this podcast. So we're going to be here. If there's anything you want to talk about, if there's any time you want to join me, let's talk about this topic or talk about any other topic, please just reach out to me. Thank you for coming coming through all the way to this point on the podcast. I appreciate you and I love you for your support. Um, stay tuned. There's more coming your way. Cheers.